everybody, and welcome to Then and Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. What is in my mouth? Uh, that would be a beer that I brought. Chocolate orange. They spelled orange wrong. And chocolate. Oh, I think it... I think it's supposed to be, like, German? I don't know. Southern tier chocolate orange. Imperial stout with chocolate orange peel and natural flavors. I like it. It's pretty good. I was taking a drink when you started the intro. I was like, what's happening on my tongue? <laughs> You're welcome. So many things. I'm Danny Mullins. Uh, and from then and now, before we go any further, we would like to say happy Mother's Day to maybe the five mothers that probably listen to us. Sure. That definitely aren't our own. Oh, no. I wouldn't let them. <laughs> There's no way I'd let my mom listen to one of my podcasts. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Let's keep that a secret. Uh, she knows that you'd podcast, though. She's yeah. been on this one. Yeah, by accident a couple <laughs> times. My dad's been on Hold My Beer, technically. So. Yeah. But still, if they can't really work their phones. So if I don't subscribe for them, they just can't do it. Yeah. They know so. how to work the internet, though, don't they? No, not really. No? Especially my dad. Oh, well, then you're safe. Yeah. Uh, I advertise on my Facebook where the site <laughs> is. So. My family doesn't have Facebook, man. My parents? Uh, Hell no. Uh, um, my dad usually, usually tries to get on the internet by, like, clinging rocks together. So oh, I think uh, I'm safe. So dial up. Yeah. Practically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we would like to just say uh, Happy Mother's Day. I wonder if my dad realized that every time they heard that, ding, 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 I was getting ready to jerk off when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't know if he does. I don't know if he could, like, if he realized that he could just look up boobies on his phone, I think it would change his life. Have you told him that he can look up boobies on his phone? I don't plan on it, no. I'm oh. not going to. I guess I just have a more open relationship with my father. Uh, <laughs> to a fault, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not my thing, man. Not my place to say. He can keep his nudie mags. <laughs> He was always really bad at hiding. Uh, you're not too good yourself, I see. You made me buy those. I didn't make you buy shit. That is a vagina. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I thought I had him covered. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, if you can't tell, this is a free-for-all. Yeah. Uh, God, I forgot about those magazines. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of sitting there. They're like cosplay superhero ones. Rob was like, oh, maybe it would be something funny for Hold My Beer. It's not. It's not. It's just it, boobs. Yeah, it's... Not that I would know. I saw I've the... heard from de- from other movies that they're actually pulled from. Mm-hmm. I've I, heard. I've seen the Joker's dick, and I, I don't like it. <laughs> Full face paint. <laughs> He's got the vest on, the tie, the shirt. He's just no pants. They should have painted his dick. I think. Should they have? Like a smiley face, it, at least. Is that the route to go? I don't like, know. You, you do the, you do the smile on the nuts. <sighs> yeah, but then it looks like a World War II bomber plane. I'm afraid. If you have the face on it? Oh, okay. I, I, could. I, I don't know, man. Well, you don't know. On the bomber planes, the smile's on the very front. Yeah, on the tip. No, no this is on the payload. Ew. I'm trying to not <laughs> say... <laughs> you failed. Just now. I'm just going to bleep that one. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of money, though. And I feel twice as dirty looking at a, a, a magazine than I do just like watching a video on my phone. Or yeah, it's weird. Something... Shady. I feel like about I should magazines. Burn like, those on, like burn those with fire. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I, or I don't know why. no, wait, wait, wait. You got to do the ritual. Have you forgotten the ritual? Has it been that long? Uh, I I don't know if we had the same ritual. The ritual is you put them in. You just put them in a box and leave them in the woods because some teenager will find them. That, that was your. On, that's how I found them. Oh, okay. No, I had a weird neighbor. Oh, that's <laughs> where did he touch you? Not a molesty type. Uh huh. He was. Uh, he, was he was about my age, so it's fine. Okay, still could have been the molesty type. He probably was. <laughs> this guy, just to tell you what kind of person he was, it was uh, New Year's Eve. As soon as it struck midnight, I heard a knock on the door. Open it up, and he's sitting there with rags hanging out of his shoes. He's like, hey, man, happy New Year. Light me on fire. Oh. 
and so I turned around because my parents were smokers. I was like, hell yeah, I'll light those rags on fire because <laughs> why wouldn't I? And my mom wouldn't let me. But that's the kind of guy. <laughs> but when he shows up with a, a Playboy with ginger spice on the cover, you're going to take it. Well. But being the good. As long as the pages aren't sticky. They weren't. Yep. Okay. Uh, but being the good Baptist boy I, I, I was at the time, I'd feel extreme guilt every time I used one to the point where I had to get rid of them. Seriously? Yeah. Because I just couldn't sleep at night because I, I had a Playboy underneath my bed. Right? So, for me, in order for me to not be able to use it anymore, the last time I just came all over it so I could <laughs> open it again and then throw it away. That was my ritual. Okay. I, yeah. I'd, like to, I'd like to congratulate <laughs> us for the moment. This is the fastest we've ever jumped into dick talk. Didn't take long at no. all. No. Yeah. <laughs> like. Hey, I'm talking about my own dick now. Like, record time. Yeah. You're normally talking about your dick. Am I? Yes. I am. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I was talking about the Joker's <laughs> dick. Uh, and it very quickly became your dick. Yeah. What's that say, Danny? I don't know, It says that this is an entertaining uh, fucking podcast. Is it? You're listening to then and now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will not do that again. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like you're strolling through the page. You're like, oh, that's the Joker's penis. That's something yeah. I never wanted to see. You uh, know about. And there's Batman. A fat Batman. Ugh. He wasn't fat. Not the one I saw. No. No, I don't know. I just, the, what was it supposed to be the Adam West Batman? Yeah. That's who I call Fat Batman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. We're Good. Fat Man. Fat Man. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I just know I'd, I I kind of want those out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have to do anything about it. If you need them disposed, I know a guy. That is disgusting. <laughs> I'm like giving you porn. Give the internet. I, I feel like I need to go give that to dispo- like an old person. <laughs> that, like, I should probably go give them to my dad. Oh, there you go. Happy Mother's Day. Here's some porn. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. that Just your mom going, oh, happy Mother's Day. You just walk by her. Happy <laughs> Mother's Day, Dad. <laughs> I got you boobies. I got... <laughs> and I took a Sharpie and scribbled off the Joker's dick because it confused me. I like, thanks, son. Dicks are gay or something because he's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you finally do teach him how to look up boobies on his phone. And he can only look up like the censored stuff because that's more erotic. Dicks are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the bushiest bush. You know? Oh God. I don't. I don't like this conversation. No. So I took my wife to uh, Kokomo for Mother's Day yesterday. You know, just the three of us. Went so my son could be with her on Mother's Day, and then, you know, she collects vinyl pops, so I bought fucking eight of those. Fun. From Winnie the Pooh to BB-8. Weird. And Jessica Jones. Uh, there were several, yeah. Doesn't matter. It's Sebastian the Crab, for some reason, but hey, that's... that's... Uh, basically Disney. Disney pops. It's not my collection. Yeah. What I did find, and I regret not buying for myself. I was trying to be selfless. You know, hey, this is, this is for my wife. I'm not going to buy it. But I found the coolest action figure ever. Right, it was thirty bucks, which seems a little high because it was just one figure. Uh, it came with an interchangeable head and different hands, and uh, we'll say his weapons of choice. And okay. this one, an accordion. All right, it was a Weird Al, fully detailed action figures. Nice, man. it was fucking so, awesome. What I'm hearing is that before recording, you should have said, "Hey, I'm going out for cigarettes." Picked <laughs> Went me all the way up, to Kokomo. Picked me up, and then us gone to Kokomo. So that... there were two of them. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I love it because, like, the two heads were, like, original, like, Jerry Curl with glasses. And the other nice. one was, like, current Weird Al. Okay. But they came with an accordion, different hands to play him with. 
I was like, this is awesome. This is maybe the world isn't so bad. There's a weird Al Yankovic action figure now. Yeah. And that makes me really happy. I think it's been out for a while. Oh, who gives a shit? It's awesome. Go yeah. buy one. Go buy me one. <laughs> Please. Uh, and then I put that down and I actually saw something a little bit cooler. Oh. Which I was very surprised by. They did a recreation with figures of a comic book cover. Oh. And it was, uh, there's only two figures on it. They were airbrushed uh, to look like the old school, like, 60s comics. Okay, Golden Age. Yeah, Muhammad Ali versus Superman. Oh, nice. It was fucking awesome, dude. And I mean, you could actually, like. Wrong age. What? Nothing. In my own head. Sorry. <laughs> that was creepy, dude. I may have said the wrong age. That may be Silver Age. Uh, I'm not positive, honestly. But, uh, like, the, the package itself was kind of a ring. And then, like, if you actually open it, you could actually pose them differently and stuff. Really? It was really cool. Just the way they were painted. And I, I don't know, man. I saw that, and I was like, oh, God. I, I would trade my wife for this. <laughs> you know? But nobody would take her. So oh. now I still have a wife. I think that's the meanest thing you've said. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I saw those back-to-back. I was like, man, it's good to be a nerd. It's uh, also not good to be, you know, kind of broke. So uh, Yeah. Uh, being a nerd is kind of a... As our listeners may know, an expensive hobby. Unless you go to your local Walmart's discount aisle. <laughs> then you'll get a Century action figure for a dollar because nobody wants Century. I think Century's cool. Oh, he's right behind you. I know. I saw him earlier. I bought him for a dollar. Next to him, more importantly, WrestleMania, I'm thinking like 14, Shawn Michaels. Three bucks. Comes with title. Of course. Don't judge me. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I, love, I love those. I love those guys. <laughs> You don't even know a little bit about Shawn Michaels? Not a bit. They think I'm cute. They know I'm sexy. I got the look. No? Nah. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. He sung his own entrance music. It was that. Sexy boy. Uh, Rock sang his own intro songs before. No, he talked. And that was not before. Shawn Michaels was around before The Rock. I'm not saying before Shawn Michaels. He didn't I'm sing his own intro. I'm now. Like, the Rock. The Rock says. The Rock he would also come out says, with guitar on occasion and play a song to play himself out. He would sing Elvis every out. once in a while. Yeah. But, and call people bitches via song. No, he called him Rudy Pooh Candy Ass. You should be motherfucking proud of me. I'm actually quoting stuff that happened in uh, fucking I am, wrestling. but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I just think you should know. John Cena. Ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to edit this one. <laughs> this do is what s- happens when I indulge you. You realize do that. Do they still listen if they can't hear? That's my question. I'll quiet it down. <laughs> You're going to have to because you've spiked to fuck. I even pulled away from the mic on that. Not enough? You had to go to the other room to do that <laughs> and not spike, I think. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, I don't know. And then Chris sent me a tattoo that I have to get now where it's a guy that has Macho Man Randy Savage on his upper arm and his elbow is your elbow. Yeah. So you can drop the elbow. <laughs> Dig it. He's the cream of the crop, dude. He, uh... Like Slim Jim? Uh, he got paid to like Slim Jims. I don't think anybody just likes <laughs> Slim Jims. I did spend a night Googling wrestling t-shirts. Oh. You can get one of him holding a tiny cup of cream. Yeah. With his pinky up, because he's classy, and it just says cream of the crop. I think I've seen the gif that goes with that. Oh, yeah. Well, he actually said it. He said, oh, I'm the cream of the crop. While you're up there doing your hot dogging and your nachos. While you're doing your hot dogging. And your nachos. He's the cream of the crop. Gotcha. You following? Of course. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, dude's a fucking poet. Philosopher of his time. Hey, he's passed, man, all right? Like, you know, most wrestlers, he's dead. <laughs> those things drop like flies. Kind of. Those things. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was your I words. know, I feel bad. The day we lose Sting uh, is the day it, I die. It, inside, it's all so. the, you know, head damage. That was Benoit. <laughs> I'm still saying it happened. Not every wrestler murders their family. No. Okay? 
But every wrestler takes some form of head damage. Oh, yeah. I'm still not wrong here. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you get your Mick Foley's. He's a wonderful man. Yes, he is. So. he just I'm going by just last name here and nothing else. I might be related <laughs> to him. Oh, I would actually like you for once. <laughs> that cuts deep, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I like you right now because this beer is actually really good. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Imperial Stout. It seems like it should be gross. Imperial Stout orange, uh, chocolate orange. Blackwater series. Yeah, this is really good. You said you found it in Fort Wayne? Yes. How much was that four pack? Ten bucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, a little bit of nerd news. So uh, a little while back, you and I talked about Mass Effect and, and more recently Mass Effect Andromeda. And you have yet to play it since we talked last, right? It made me mad, Robert. Uh, it was mean to me. Even though I told you how to get past your certain problem? Just because I didn't start the fight doesn't mean I can't win the fight. <laughs> Not in the game, but, like, with the game. Like, I'm going to fight with this game. Well, you have plenty of time to pick it up whenever you want because BioWare has come out and said that they are putting it, uh, putting that uh, game series into uh, hiatus for a while. I uh, understand why they're doing it. Yes. It's really shitty for the people that liked Andromeda. Like, really shitty. Uh, yeah, but they th- – I, I understand. They want a certain – Quality, right. not just of storytelling, but you know, your new game shouldn't look worse than your first game. It doesn't look worse. It had more glitches than. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But and the humans do not look good. I'm, I'm going to say it. The aliens, you can tell they took time on the aliens, and then they just kind of phoned it in for humans. Yeah, I mean, like I played the female. Um, fuck, I can't remember the last name now. Honestly, writer, writer, and uh, she just looks. Too happy all the time. Yeah. It's weird. Like, oh, your brother's in a coma? That's cool, man. Awesome. I'm whimsical. I couldn't make my guy look anything uh, better than, a, a like, a wannabe muscle head that can't smile with a weird haircut. Sounds like John Cena! Ba-ba-da-ba! <laughs> I wanted to do it once, too. It seemed fun when you did it. <laughs> <laughs> it is, right? Kind of, yeah. I'd never really done that before. That's as far as my... Uh, wrestling stuff goes. He's kind of past my heyday. I never really got into the Cena's. I was more of the Stings and the Flares and the Savages. I mean, we've talked about how I used to like uh, Hulk Hogan. Well, you had to. Yeah. He was a real American. Yeah. He'd fight for the rights of every man. But, like, as soon as his heyday was done, I was done. When was his heyday done? (laughs) It's done. Oh, well, yeah, now. (laughs) Now that Terry has a smaller penis than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's done. I I love... (laughs) That that defense. You said that Hulk Hogan has a 12-inch penis. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> I'm not Hulk Hogan, though. I'm Terry, brother. <laughs> Rocking a solid three. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, though? Fucking baby's leg. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, God. He's probably a terrible person. Uh, he, From what I've seen, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the guy personally. He may cure babies of cancer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he was responsible for Hulkamania. But his public image... Not as good as it once was, we'll say. Yeah. And his fucking movies, dude. Hey, he was in Rocky 3. Yeah. He's also in Three Ninjas 3, I believe. Uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain. What if we just went back to during the time of his heyday and looked at everything that came to a 3, and he's like in all of them. Like, I won't be in the first two movies, but if you made it to a third, you're something. I've got got to wait until those movies are really played out, brother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the Hulkamaniacs will come and laugh at me. Do you need someone that looks like he's made of leather? <laughs> <laughs> Pleather, please. Oh, yeah. 
Um, He's not quite classy enough. I feel like Hulk Hogan should be Batman's first guest on his talk show. <laughs> you know, could you imagine the... <laughs> yeah. It's just a mumbling man and a guy on steroids. With me today, the Hulkster. Bring in the Hulk. Where's the green guy? <laughs> oh, they always mean that Hulk anymore. I used to be the cool Hulk, I swear. You were never the cool Hulk. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to rip my t-shirt off and go home. <laughs> Wait, where are they? The fans that obviously don't care about oh, you. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. People still care about the Hulkster. I hope. I do. Kind of. I want him to have a comeback. You're not people, Danny. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I forgot. He did get in trouble for saying the N-word, too. Yeah, a couple times. A couple times? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe he should just be relevant. Yeah. Damn it. All right. What were we talking about? I, I've seen a lot of openings for wrestling talk this episode, so I'm getting it out of my system, man. Hey, I, I, I threw you a lob. Appreciate it. I, I have to do something for you on occasion or else you'll stop podcasting. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> but like I said, the uh, the people that really like Andromeda, that does kind of suck. It seems like the best response would have just take away that team because obviously they didn't pull it off the way the company wanted them Which to. Which is something else they're doing. They're they're making that team uh, work on a lot smaller projects. I understand that, and that's probably a good thing, but they need to put their A-team on the next step into Bioshock. That's a huge franchise, and it's all about being able to keep your story going. This is going to put a halt on anything. Uh, yeah, I agree, and it, it does suck because even though I've not yet finished it, um, I, I've been having a lot of fun with the game. Mm, okay. I didn't till a hill. Uh, yeah. Doesn't take much to detour me. A, I mean, a, a button could have saved you. That's what you say. I am yet to prove it for I can, myself. I can pull it up and show you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and fuck that game. <laughs> You're nothing past the first planet, dude. Yeah, I know. No, I'm on the second planet. My dad's dead. Yeah, the first planet that you can explore. Like, of your... I lost my father, Robert. Have some respect. All right? My brother's in a fucking coma. Uh, and then I got taken out by a hill. Like, I need to avenge my family. Well, can't make it up there. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Role-playing games. Oh, man. I would love to see that in, like, a fan-made cartoon. That's why I can Not a fan of us. A fan of the game. <laughs> a good fan. Yeah. Uh, Just the scenario. No, the ours are bad. Yeah. If they exist. I don't know. Uh, for all I know, people that listen to this could just be bots. We've not got an email except for the one guy. Uh, true. Yeah. And Kelly. <laughs> He's, he and a, Jordan. He's a robot. So, we went and saw a Marvel movie together. Yes, yes, we did. It was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, yeah, um, we're going to have a spoiler talk. We're going to keep this right now almost spoiler-free. Um, they all die. Yeah, n- near the <laughs> end of the episode, we're going to uh, announce exactly when we're going to start spoiling stuff. Yeah. Um, but, for right now, thoughts. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of fun. It, it was very fun. Uh, I think I can say this without spoiling anything. Um, it seemed a lot more like a cartoon, like a fun kind of yeah, fun, I can see that fun space cartoon. Yeah, you can't take a movie too seriously when one of the head bad guys is named Taserface, uh, <laughs> which yeah. has his own merchandise out now. By the way, I does found. he? Yes. Okay, including his own Funko Vinyl Pop. Um, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, it was, was a lot of fun. It hits a lot of the same notes as the first one. Yeah, uh, which um, I'll dig into later. Right. But uh, a lot of fun. It was two and a half hours long, and it did not feel like it. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed the entire movie. Because you're uh, having fun the whole time. Yeah, like, I, you're not I, sitting there checking your watch. I, I know your son was definitely enjoying himself. He said, I am Groot for a half an hour straight. Did he? I am Groot. 
I'm Groot. Because <laughs> it opens with a Groot dancing. That's not a spoiler. Yeah. There's this big action set piece behind him, and the camera yeah, follows that, Baby Groot just dancing they're instead. They're fighting essentially an interdimensional dragon that breathes rainbow fire. That's a kraken. It had tentacles. Did, right. well, it's a space kraken. Okay. <laughs> Get your dumb space shit right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it follows Baby Groot just dancing the whole time, and there's bodies flying by him, and, like, Drax is almost decapitated and stuff, and the whole time it just follows Baby Dancing Groot, or Adolescent Dancing Groot. And this is in the first minute of the movie. It's how it pretty much starts, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a slight opening with Ego, and then it jumps straight into this, so very early in the movie. And the whole time, Parker's dancing with them, and as soon as that scene ends, he's like, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. It's like, <laughs> I, I am Groot. I'm Groot. And he's like, I am Groot. Hey, he was feeling the movie, bro. Yeah, he really enjoyed it. He really did. And for two and a half hours in a dark theater for a kid. Yeah. Like, he got, he wanted to leave with about 40 minutes of Finding Dory left. Right. Well, it was almost, I would say it was almost the antithesis to uh, Deadpool. Where Deadpool is uh, a movie that is very ma- clearly made for adults this one i would say is very clearly made for young children maybe i don't know like it seems to hit the middle ground perfectly because uh, there is some adult jokes that i kind of wish my son didn't hear well yeah involving a planet's penis right but <laughs> for kids of a certain age they're not going to get that of yeah, kids of after that a simple discussion could be had no planets don't have penises son. <laughs> <laughs> except for in this case they, they do uh, but we'll get into that. It's dumb, and that's why it's fun. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really did. All right. Uh, so, moving on, before we accidentally spoil anything else. Fair enough. Anything else? You spoiled that planet has a penis. Well, the planet does have a penis, Robert. <laughs> Is that a spoiler? Yes. Could that be classic? Yes. That's the best spoiler ever. <laughs> if I was walking into any movie and somebody stopped me and was like, hey. The planet has a penis. I'm like, I'm going to go watch this movie twice. You realize I'm going to have to record myself saying almost. That is not a spoiler So that I can just all. say that we're going to do this almost spoiler No, free. you don't have to fix it. It's fine. The planet has a penis. It's fun to say. I also, man, it's been a penis full week, all right? I saw the Joker's <laughs> dick. I'm not happy with it. The planet has a penis. Leave it in. It's fine. What would that possibly ruin for anybody? <laughs> It can ruin shit. Do you really want me to get into what it can ruin? Because if so, then this is not a spoiler-free episode. No, do it at the end, because I'm curious. Okay. All right. So. (laughs) Like I ruined somebody's fucking life by saying the planet has a penis. It's fun to say, Robert. Should be our first (laughs) t-shirt. Then and now, the planet has a penis. The planet has a penis, goddammit. (laughs) At least the name of this episode, I think. (laughs) The planet has a penis. (laughs) Fine. It's fun to say, right? (laughs) You're smiling. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> this whole damn thing is ridiculous, Robert. Uh, so, uh, a fan of Halo built a working Cortana holographic personal assistant. Now, I've seen a couple of things that are like this, where it's essentially Siri or the Amazon thing, but uh, they use an anima- a holographic animation. Uh, Japan uh, has a couple of them. Right. Uh, but this one uh, looks like they used a pyramid uh, of uh, certain types of screen, and it makes the 3D image of Cortana in the center, who's talking to you and actually moves around and all From that. what game? From Halo. No, which which game in the series? I don't know. Because that's one thing that they very quickly sexualized in Halo. <laughs> it's weird, because like, they gave a hologram just giant boobies towards the end. Uh. I don't know. The little GIF that I'm watching right now it isn't the highest of qualities. Fair enough. Um, there is an actual video online 
Uh, and I found this at nerdapproved.com. Nerdapproved.com. Okay. Uh, people kind of seem like that seems to be Microsoft's answer to Siri because the laptop that's recording this podcast right now has Cortana built into it. Right. Uh, never used it, but it's there. Uh, I think that it's the same person that voiced Cortana. That yeah, it is. Yeah. So I, I think that's interesting. But outside of that, I don't. I don't use Siri. I have no need. I'm not that lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not an iPhone guy. I'm not an Apple product guy. I, I was for a long time. And really grew to resent the product because it's so simple and you can't do much with the phones and stuff. You get a droid, you can do a lot more with it. I know that's a – like Apple brand loyalty is a big thing for a lot of people. Like once they're Apple, you're Apple for life. It's practically the NWO, if we're going back to wrestling terms, of products. Yeah. Of tech products, rather. And uh, I don't know. I just never got into it. So now that we're getting kind of an answer with, with Siri – not Siri uh, – answer for Siri in the – form of katana i kind of like it because cortana's cool like i was a huge halo fan when i was a kid right and now uh you know there there's the hologram which is awesome yeah uh and that's like as close to video game sci-fi technology as we've come so far and us as americans will defile it as soon as possible oh yeah you know the first question you know there's a mod as you know that there's a mod first question (laughs) like as soon as one someone can be bought at a store somebody's gonna bring it home set up the laptop shut the lights off Activator, she's like, how may I help you? And his first words are, can I see him? <laughs> I mean, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. Are, would we do it personally? No. Not at first. Half not, of us wouldn't do it. Not Good the enough. first thing. Not the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, so you plan on courting her, kind of? No, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like that. Just, <laughs> if I'm bored. Hi, Cortana, I bought you flowers. <laughs> no. Show me them. Show me. <laughs> she, she's a personal assistant for my computer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The only thing I could think of, could, could you think of a better uh, mascot to use instead of Cortana? Because I have one in mind. Uh, well, what's yours? What's yours? Janine from Ghostbusters. I think that'd be fantastic. Every time you get an email, you've got one! She'd be irritating as fuck, but I'd love it, dude. Uh, I, I don't think A I whole can... virtual desk with her just sitting there with the phone right there and everything? Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Uh, I would enjoy that, personally, quite a bit. I mean, I, I like the idea of Cortana uh, because fitting, because yeah. we've seen it uh, before. We know what the personality is, and if they at all, I've not used Cortana. Mm-hmm. If they've all incorporated her just personality into it, it'll be fun just to talk to that thing. I'm honestly not sure. Like I said, I haven't really tinkered with it. Like mine has a search bar at the bottom that I just click it. it her symbol's just a circle with like a slight discoloration around the outside. But I, yeah, I have not used it at all. Huh. So, mainly because the first thing she told me, like, it's like, hey, to test me out, why don't you ask what 31 yens is in American dollars? I was like, well, I don't ask that because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let me see him. Which is weird because she doesn't even have a body on my form. Yeah. Show me your coding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, see your zeros. Just really slowly. She's like, one, one, zero, one, one, zero, zero, one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, keep going, baby. You have no idea what it means. Later on, you actually type out exactly what it says, and it says, fuck off, pig. It's <laughs> <laughs> even hotter. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> I did not hide it well. <laughs> she can see my search history. She knows. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't want one. <laughs> no? I feel like it would judge me. Uh, you, we've talked about what kind of fucked up stuff we've had to look up for uh, Hold My Beer, like okay. the weird news stories and shit. Okay, here's the question. Yeah. So, if you get a Cortana, do you equip it with a camera so it can see out as well as you see in it? No. <laughs> you dumbass. 
No. So you you want you want your artificial intelligence to just to be blind as a fucking bat. <laughs> blind as my wife. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I, I, it turns out I just don't really like females being able to see me because I'm gross. Yeah. So. I never have to delete your history. Nope. <laughs> Unless Cortana's around judging me. I feel like she would judge me, man. Well, just know that upon your death, there's going to be a billboard made. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Well, I just, I mean, think of it in your case. Like, one day she just activates, like, so you read an article for an hour and a half about a man killing another man over a chili dog. What are you doing with your life? And you're like, I don't know! I podcast. I podcast, I swear. <laughs> I mean, somebody laugh. Somebody somewhere! I'm, I'm, my search history is sad because of the podcast sometimes. Yeah. I, I googled uh, uh, most offensive bumper stickers last night. Did you really? Yeah, you can get one that says, um, I swallow. Yeah, there's one that says, I swallow. There's one that says I have herpes. Oh, there's a bunch of them, man. Yeah. Yeah. Chris found a couple of racist ones, so that was terrifying. I'm not surprised. Why do they make them? Uh, because people will buy them. Fair and point. That, that's how capitalism works. Chris kind of figured out what you do. Like, you find somebody that you want to get their ass kicked, and you put, like, a racist bumper sticker on the back and just wait for somebody to take care of them for you. <laughs> that, too. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'm not saying we endorse it. But no. It's kind of funny. <laughs> This beer's delicious. It is really good. <laughs> Although mine's warm enough, and so I gotta finish it. I'm going back and forth between that and Dragon Ball Z Spirit Bomb Energy Drink, which uh surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, uh did did you have any uh more news that you wanted to talk about? Pretty sure you already asked that and no. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't think that I asked it while we were recording. Hey, how am I, supposed I didn't to know if you would come up with Either anything. we're in front of mics or we're not. Either way we're talking. Yeah. All right. How am I supposed to keep track? <laughs> Well, then let's go on to our nerdly debate. Okay. And for the only thing this episode that's going to be in honor of mothers. Oh, good. How are we going to ruin this? We're going to make it nerdy. Okay. It's a good uh, start. With our comic book knowledge, we're going to discuss who the best mother based on personality from comic books would be. Goro! Um, let me think. Comic book moms, like who would be a good one that isn't one already? Yeah, um, like I, I wouldn't count Sue Storm in there. Nah, she sucks anyways. Um, and I can cut out the silences, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, if you're still thinking, I can go ahead and tell yeah, you ahead, who I think would be. Based on personality alone, if it wasn't for the whole I can't touch human flesh without it killing them thing, uh, Rogue. You want her to be a mom even though any day she could accidentally kill the baby? Well, I would hope that whatever she's a mom to would be immune to it. How's she going to find out without testing it? Either it will die in the womb or not. That's a terrible choice. You're a monster. <laughs> I don't think I am. It's like the one person that could kill by touch. Yeah. It's not going to take long to zap a baby's power. But think about her personality, though. And I'm saying, if she has a baby, it has to be immune to her. I don't know, man. It would. Maybe. Like but that, what if it saps people's powers? So, like, well, then, then it has someone, the baby. Then it has someone to train it. Oh, my God. A terrible choice. It's going to kill its dad and then become a supervillain because that's how that shit works. Okay, I'm just talking about based on personality. I don't know, man. It you're, seems really dangerous. You're hung up on the wrong thing of this uh It's kind discussion. of a big deal. Okay, but follow my logic here. All right. 
if she can have a baby, that baby would have to be immune to her touch because on the inside, it's going to be kicking at her uterus, which yeah, is also part of her and therefore sucking it dry. I would think that it would be immune and then as soon as it come out, develop some sort of mutant power just based on uh, that because right. of the stress in there. But it would still be completely immune to mother. So therefore, just based on mothering personality, I would say that she would be a good one. But daddy dies. There's I don't no care way about daddy, daddy doesn't die. This is not the about baby daddy. Will. This is not about daddy. Oh my god. We'll talk about daddies on Father's Day. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Stop making this about men. I'm not <laughs> Oh, fuck you, first off. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying as a family unit, if one of them dies, it's Th- not good. There are plenty of single mothers out there. And? They can do just fine. Daddy doesn't need to be there for every relationship. I hate you. I'm I'm not <laughs> saying that, like, oh, no, you're being sexist. Fuck you, I'm being logical. How? Mathematically, two parents have an easier time raising a kid than one. I'm not saying they're and not. What, if the, I still say that she would be a good mother. It's not even the fact that the, the daddy's not around. The baby would have that on its conscience, that it killed the dad. Why would you tell the baby that it killed the dad? It just seems like it would come up over tea or something. Car accident. Car accident. Ah. It's more than likely a mutant. Hope one day you have a baby and he drains your power. Sentinel. If I have a baby and it drains my power, I gave birth to a mutant and I am proud. I will go down in honor. God, you'll go down on anything. Um, I don't know. Blowjob joke? That's how I ended that one. Uh, Maybe Batgirl? Really? Yeah, because, I mean, if you think in, like, because my mind went straight to DC because, I don't know, I just did today. You have those days, right? <laughs> Sometimes. Today I'm in a Marvel mood. Today I'm in a DC mood. And then when I'm really depressed, Vertigo. No, normally when I'm in a DC mood, I want to watch their cartoons. Oh, yeah, they have some fantastic cartoons. Yeah, we, the, we the original Teen Titans is still one of my favorites. Great. Yeah, Teen Titans Go is wonderful. Yeah, Batman animated series. I fucking hate you. Teen <laughs> Titans Go fucking needs to die. Nah, it's fun. It took everything good about Teen Titans and just ripped well, it away. It aims for a younger audience. A way younger audience. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if you think about... A hero that had to persevere so fucking much. It's Barbara Gordon. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, think. Grandpa would be fucking awesome. Uh, it would be kind of cool to see. Uh, Jim Gordon as a grandpa? Yes. It would be amazing, but dude. I, I would have to argue the fact that she is probably much too rash to be a mother. I mean, think about how many times she, just because of her pride, has gotten everybody in danger. Yeah, that's true. But this could be a learning experience for her. And honestly, the one thing that I think would make this whole story worth it, you get to see her flip the fuck out because, like, Joker's going to go after the kid. Uh, At some point. Yeah. Maybe not, like, fresh out the womb, but eventually, like, toddler range or something, he's going to go after the kid because he's Joker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then you see this maternal monster that is the new Batgirl just fucking tear him apart. If so, is that the person that kills Joker? Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I really would. Okay. Because yeah. that, that, that would have to be how that ends. I, I think the person... She would have to kill Joker, and then Batman would say, you can no longer be part of this. Honestly, I don't know if you'd agree. I, you, you might not. If somebody's going to kill the Joker, I'd rather be part of the Bat family instead of Batman himself. I, I could see that. Yeah, because, I mean, then you'd have Batman reacting I, to the person that actually did I it. I don't think Dick Grayson would ever be able to do it. I wouldn't... No. I, I think that no. he could come close. Oh, yeah, of course. But he would never take that step and i I don't think tim drake would ever do it. and ability wise honestly uh dick grayson 
would have the easiest time of it. Like he could kick the fuck out of Joker a million different ways. I think Tim Drake. He, he's could he's do about it. as skilled of a fighter as Batman is. Maybe even a little bit better, just not as good as a, uh, of a detective. Yeah, I would say that he's as good of a fighter. Uh, Tim Drake is as good of a detective. Yeah, um, but I, I would say that Tim Drake would be able. Uh, he would have the same issue. His uh, his morality before ever meeting Batman made it to where he couldn't kill. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think that uh, short of him about to kill Batman himself, he wouldn't be able to do it. So you give op- it to fucking Jason Todd. He owes him one. <laughs> Jason Todd does. I would say that Jason Todd would try and end up getting killed again. Yeah, and everybody would be like, well, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I, I, I still don't I, really I like Jason Todd. I would want it to be the most anticlimactic thing ever. I want him to show up in the midst of battle, call everybody giant wimps, go after uh, him and be like... Specifically brings a crowbar to kill the Joker with. Yeah, specifically brings the crowbar to kill the Joker with. Goes Winds up... up getting killed by the crowbar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Swings the crowbar, misses, Joker kind of grabs it and just up through the jaw. Just yep. that quick. Two panels. That'd be awesome. That'd actually be really cool. <laughs> And I'm sure Jason Todd's probably better in the comics now. I know he's Red Hood, uh, but yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I could see Batgirl, because she is such a rogue agent, mm-hmm. and she always has been, even though she kind of follows Batman, she breaks his rules more than anybody else. And so if there's going to be one person that breaks his, quote, no-killing rule, end quote, then it would be her. Yeah. Plus, you know, he the uh, nursery rhymes are already written, like to sing the baby to sleep. Just na 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 bat mom. Yeah. So, quick, suck on the bat nipple. It's time to feed. Oh, I gotta bat burp the baby. Oh yeah, bat burp the bat baby. Are you proud of yourself? Do you call the diapers the bat cave? What what happens there? Uh, no, we call that scarecrow sludge. Ew, that's bat guano. I'm afraid of it. I would be too. You clean up enough shitty diapers, it does kind of make you snap mentally. Yeah, uh, which is, once again, why we dedicated this to Mother's Mother's Day. Yeah. Or the mothers themselves. That's a good... Yeah, we're not celebrating the day. We're celebrating the mothers themselves. Exactly. Poorly. Yeah, we're trying. (laughs) Barely. Uh, Anything else? Any other ideas out there? uh, No, I think that uh, those are... Like, that's the one that I definitely wanted to talk about what was Rogue, because I I do Let me throw a curveball in here real quick. Uh, We're at 38 minutes, so we got plenty of time. Pick a new mommy from from entertainment to to be our mommy. Not our. We, oh wait, do we have to be brothers? We we get to, combined. We get one Is new that mommy. Better? That seems weird. I don't know. I, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, a, a mommy for the podcast. Uh, Morticia Adams is my. I'm throwing that name in, in the hat. Yeah, or, I'm good or with Lillian that. Monster. Uh, I'm completely. <laughs> well, I don't know because at the same time, that could give some really confusing feelings. Only if. Uh... Uh, only if Wednesday's our sister. Yeah, see? Also bad. <laughs> but we get a Fester. We get a Mr. Lurch. Oh, uh, man. That's true. And we get to... And the hell, the dad's awesome, too. We get to try to kill each other without the risk of any kind of mortality. It's, yeah, it's, only, out, it's only outside uh, things that can kill uh, Adam's family. Adam's 50% family can, can't of one of the movies other. is them trying to kill a baby. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I think, honestly, uh, this this is... I've thought about this a lot. I honestly think that's the curse that is on the Adams family. Is they, they're immortal. They are immortal unless killed by outside forces. So yeah, maybe. They cannot know. kill each other. That's why Fester's wife survives in the second movie. This beer's gone and it makes me sad. Because as soon as she, yeah, because yeah. as soon as uh, they got married, she became immortal. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So we're just becoming Adams family members. Yeah, I'm okay. down with that. We get to go to summer camp. Okay. Actually, I like the sequel better. I don't know why. 
Okay, well. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be Pugsley. Uh, you could be the uh, baby Norbit, I think is its name. Fuck that, I'm being the hand. You're being Thing? Yeah. Well, th- or it, Cousin It. Uh, no, no, no. Me, if, me, if you're going to do that, me. I call Cousin It. Ah, fuck. Yeah, that's fine. All right. I'll be the hand, you be the furball. I'm cool with it. <laughs> We're going for the lowest fucking thing <laughs> on the totem pole hey, right now. They're still Adamses. And it does have uh, a pretty hot wife in the second movie. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, I still come out on top. I guess. With I that know. being said, um, we're going to go ahead and go into our spoiler talk for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, if you want to email us, hit us at thennowpod at yahoo.com or oh. go to thenandnowproductions.com. And hit that contact link. Mango bang. I wanted to say something, too. Okay. I was like, ooh, me next, ooh, me next, and you just kept on going. Uh, sorry, I, I, I was going, and I had it all clear in my head. Sometimes <laughs> I just have to go with it. But in all seriousness, uh, rate and review on iTunes. That would help a lot. Uh, yes, please. Uh, we would, and we would like to know what you think. Uh, so with that said, um, the planet has a penis. Yes. The planet has a penis. Do you want to explain, uh, the, the movie? I just want to keep yelling. The planet has a penis. I'm sure you do. So it does start out with Kurt Russell and what you find out is, uh, star Lord's mom pre cancer. That's the first scene of the movie is them just going out in the woods behind a dairy queen, I believe. Yes. Um, that's still in construction in that scene. Was it? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it was in construction. That's, That's how cool. they were able to just to walk right back to it. Okay. And, you know, they kiss. They have this romantic moment, and then he plants this flower. And it's just, yeah, it, there's it's a throwaway a... line about how he's planted it all over the universe. Right. Uh, it's just this little blue flower. Right. Um, That's obviously alien to anybody that would look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And then it immediately jumps into the dancing Groot scene that we talked about earlier. Yes, which... Which is a great way to just get people like, oh, well, this is going to be fun. Well, that take pl- takes place four uh, months after the last movie, after vo- after the, the original Guardians movie. of the yeah. Galaxy. Um, so it takes place in 2004. So it's not baby Groot, it's adolescent Groot at this point. Okay. Yeah, he's out of the pot. Yeah. And so, yeah, it starts with uh, Rocket sitting there working on... Uh, a boombox. A, a boombox. <laughs> everybody's yeah. like getting ready for battle, and they're like, this is definitely the wrong time. And he's like, fine, whatever. Well, it's kind of funny because he's like, uh, Star-Lord told me to. And Star-Lord's like, I didn't tell you to. This is not the right time. I feel like there are more important things to do. He's like, ah, fine. Yeah. And, and then Baby Groot, like the th- the Kraken, as you put it earlier. Space Kraken. Space Kraken. Uh, comes out of its dimension, starts breathing rainbow fire, which... I thought it was kind of cool. I'm not Why not, lie. right? Yeah. What else is a, sp- a space kraken going to do? Yeah, and Groot just walks up, grabs two things that aren't plugged in, and apparently Rocket's an idiot because this is the only <laughs> thing that needed to happen. <laughs> yeah. He plugs it in, and music starts playing. It, it's the uh, cl- cl- uh, sun is shining in the sky. Oh, There's yeah. not a cloud inside. And he's just sitting there dancing, and people are falling all around. It's a very fun scene. And there are these weird space rats that Groot just fucking hates for some reason. So every time he sees one, he tries to murder it. Yes. So you see this really cute thing doing something really cute and then try to kill something. Yeah, he, well, and then he tries to kill the rat. Immediately back the, into the, being cute. The thing <laughs> that I thought was hilarious is every time he was near Drax, he, he definitely treats Drax as more like an uncle because he'll just walk up and start, like, punching him in the arm. Not using any of his powers, just, ah! Well, I, I don't know if you... I think they they had the most the biggest gap in their relationship. They kind of because Drax doesn't really like him. That's why he'd always be still around him and stuff. Actually, I, almost to the point where he was maybe scared of Drax because there's an important part at the end where Groot actually goes to him and hugs him. Yeah, there's nothing like that beforehand. It's all violence before that. So I think that there's actually supposed to signify a divide. Um, I don't know because throughout the entire movie, the entire movie is about family relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Quill 
longing for the one thing that he never had, a father, Mm -hmm. um, which he finds in Kurt Russell's character, Ego. Which for, I, when they told me Kurt Russell's playing Ego, I was like, "There's no way they can pull this off. Ego's a fucking planet. Yeah, how's the planet gonna have a penis, Robert? And they, the it, planet has a penis. They actually <laughs> explain that the planet does have a penis. Now, how is that a huge spoiler? Because he calls himself Ego, and very early because on, people that may not have seen the movie, yeah, but before even the halfway point, you he says that he's just part of the planet, right? That is just a joke from Batista's character, so it doesn't really spoil anything. He's just like, "Hey, do you?" Do you have a dick? <laughs> like that. Uh, and, and Star-Lord's standing there. It's 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 a really funny joke from the movie. But it, it is very funny. I wouldn't have brought it up in our non-spoiler part. I did. I know you did. I just I don't consider it a spoiler. I consider it fun <laughs> to say. But, uh, yeah, you actually – they're getting chased by these gold people that uh, they've bred themselves to perfection. Right. Uh, kind of interesting, I thought. I, I didn't really know them from the comics. Um. They're uh, they're racist seen a couple times in the comics. It's I wouldn't say that it's super important to know them, except for the uh, the button that we saw at the end. Okay, yeah, we'll um, jump into that. Yeah, which we'll jump into. Um, but I I love their army because what what happens is after they were protecting these batteries from the kraken, and Rocket stole two because you got to. Yeah, and it, it's they, amazing because he's like, "Hey, I, I stole these," and they're still in the room, and Drax just goes, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is 90% of Drax's lines. is him just gutturally laughing. Kind of. And it works really well. Kind of. Um, and so they send essentially their entire army after him, which is a bunch of nerds. They're, they're a civilization of nerds. They play video games. Video games are their war. Yeah, it's all – I mean they practically sit there and play an arcade game I that controls it. the ships. I love it. I would join the army so fast. Oh, yeah. Right? But uh, – yeah, they get chased down, and all of a sudden they get saved by a random spaceship crash land on a planet. Right, well, uh, Kurt Russell is surfing the spaceship that saves them. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's on the roof. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's, he's on the roof like waving at him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great introduction and, to a character. Yeah, and they're about to crash, but they have to make this warp. And so as soon as they warp, which is done very interestingly, because it seems like the warps are done through this grid. Because, mm-hmm. like, an actual hexagon cuts out of space. Right. And, and they go through that, and they're just in a different place. Yeah, because they, they use that to a, great, uh, a, a much greater effect later on. Right, and they actually uh, land on this planet... The ship is wrecked, and so the group has to split up. Right. Because uh, Ego shows up and explains that, I'm your father, why don't you come with me? And Gamora's like, yeah, you and you, me and Drax, for some reason, we'll, we'll go. Yeah, Rocket and Groot stay <laughs> behind. I don't know. But at the same time, the gold and people. Nebula. And Nebula. That's right. Uh, which was pretty well used in this movie, too, yeah. I think. But uh, the gold people hire Yondu and his space pirates to go get Star-Lord and the batteries and bring him back. Right, and Yondu, once again, once uh, he finds the ship, is wanting to show mercy. Right. And his crew is tired of it. Like, there was a scene before this where uh, they actually... there There's discussion about how he always goes soft on Quill. And who leads that rebellion? Taserface! Taserface. Which is a great fucking name. Yeah, and you see other raiders. Uh, Sly. Yeah, yeah, that was, I did not expect that. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone plays the, the leader of the Raiders. Which you kind of thought his group was supposed to be the original Guardians. Did you look that up? Is at, that true? At, or? at the very end, yeah. uh, you see, uh, the, the, the funeral of Yondu. Yondu dies. I wasn't going to say that yet. Well. It's really th- fucking this is, sad. This is a spoiler, but. Yeah, that's why. Th- we're in the spoiler That's talk. why I was going to bring up parallels, because you have Groot practically dying in the first one, and it's super sad. And honestly, the way they built up Yondu and the relationship between him and Star-Lord, 
This one hit harder, I thought. Like, I, I got a little glassy when Yondu died. Oh, I, in this. I, I shared a single manly tear. Yeah. They make you love him in this movie. Yes. Too well. Um, but, uh, like, you find out that he had been kicked out of the Raiders because he was essentially pirating children. And you don't really know what that means at first. It sounds really bad. Yeah. And yeah. Then, then you find out that he was getting paid by Ego to find all of Ego's uh, offspring that he's sown throughout the universe. He's a bit of a whore. Yes. Yeah. Um, because he was trying to breed another celestial like him mm-hmm. uh, so that he can spread his flowers. Because if he does it by himself, it would kill him. Right. Uh, and by spread his flowers, he literally means absorb every planet. He he will be the entire universe. Yes. Him and his offspring. Uh, his, his ego is great. He was an amazing villain. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Uh, right? And I have some ideas on that, okay. uh, which which I'll get into here in a second. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, so at the, at the funeral of Yondu, you see his friends all come together. Mm-hmm. And you see him with their individual crews, and then you see him all together as one. And it wasn't until I saw him all together as one that I was like, that is the old Guardians of the Galaxy, because Yondu was part of the original team. That's right. Yeah. And that that was, this is his story of the original Guardians. Yeah, okay. It's really cool, man. Like, it's yeah. really well done. And uh, they linger on it. Like, all the ships show up, and there's, like, an entire fireworks display. So they really make you sit in the moment for a while. Yeah, which is done to great effect. And you can't, you can't honestly say like in the first one, if Yondu would have died, you would have given a shit, right? But, but they they do such a good job of building him up, and I mean, like he he's the reason that Star Lord's still alive, right? Uh, well, he uh, he f- decided not to give once he found out what Ego was doing. He did not take Ego once he found out the kids weren't surviving, right? Yeah. Um, well, he, as soon as he found out what what he was doing, he didn't know anything, right? Um. And he found out after he picked up Peter, and so he's like, well, I'm just not taking you to him. Yeah. And he basically raised him as his own son whilst telling him the only reason that I'm keeping you is because you're skinny and that's good for thieving. It's kind of like in The Princess Bride, where, get, where Wesley gets picked up by the Dread Pirate Robinson, and he's like, I'll most likely kill you tomorrow, but you did a good job today. Right. It's that in space. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and they kind of build up this uh, thing between him and Rock- Yondu and Rocket. Yeah, where where they're kind of kindred spirits. Yeah, where they're like, we act the way we do because we don't feel like we belong. Right. And they uh, never really have before. Right. Uh, until Peter Quill. Right. Um, And that it's a really touching moment. And they end up getting captured, like all of them. Yeah, there's a full mutiny uh, of, of uh, Yondu's ship and everything. His crew completely mutinies against him. And, you know, so they take him, Robert, and... Robin, <laughs> take Yondu and Rocket uh, hostage, and the Nebula's just kind of around, like right, you know. And, and poor Groot, I felt so bad for yeah, him. Yeah, this guy turned him into a slave, and yeah, like... well, they they find him and hit, they're like mascot, get him a suit, and so yeah. he gets the Raider suit, and then they like put him in a circle and beat on him and like yeah. try drowning him in beer and shit. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, uh, they say that with a hilarious moment though that shows how dumb he is. <laughs> yes. But yeah, he's, well, he's, he, he's he does still, save the day eventually. He's still, or no, he doesn't. He fails miserably. Yeah, he's still a child. Yeah. And so they're like, we need you to go get this prototype a mohawk. Which, yeah, I loved <laughs> that it was the actual mohawk that he has in the comic In books. the original, yeah. Yes, I love that. I once I saw what it was, because uh, they called it a fin constantly. I was right. Like, That's just that dumb thing he has on his head, because it was just a strip. Right. A it, flat strip in the original, and at the beginning of this movie as well. And finally, and it's, it takes 15 minutes for them to get, because Groot keeps on grabbing the wrong thing <laughs> yeah. or getting sidetracked. It's a, it's a hilarious scene. It's very good. And then finally, the one crewmate that still has, well, still loyal 
it, it brings it, it. But it, it's great because like he has to sneak onto Taserface's bed, <laughs> yeah. and then he opens up the drawer, and there's the fin with all of uh, Yondu's other stuff, and he grabs shoe polish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you just hear this boy go, voice go, no, it's to the right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's there with Baby Groot, and uh, hands him the fin, and he puts it on, it's that flat-out red mohawk, and you yeah, see him go completely fucking badass. Yeah. Because that, that's what he uses to control that whistling arrow, it turns out. Right. Uh, that's one of the coolest parts uh, visually of that movie. Like, I think that Yondu had, like, every cool visual <laughs> kind part. Kind of, yeah. Well, th- he shares it with Ro- Rocket at the end of that scene. Because yes. they're in a room, and, like, Rocket's just going nuts with guns everywhere, and it shows everybody dying in the cameras. The you see the arrow going everywhere. spinning and hitting everybody. And, it's really and then he cool. blows up the ship with it. Yeah, it's really cool with Yondu, because you see all this cool shit happen around him, and he looks like he's doing nothing. You hear the whistle every once in a while. Yeah, he's just whistling and, and he's smiling. killing an army. <laughs> Arms spread. Like, he... Th- this is his... <laughs> This is Yondu's moment from uh, Boondock Saints. It was a firefight. Or training day. Like, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> but he's controlling a arrow with whistles. Sci-fi I, is dumb. <laughs> but awesome. I fucking loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. Man. The movie's a blast. Uh, they get to Ego, the, the planet itself, because... Uh, Quint, Peter, and them. Well, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you, Mantis shows up. Yeah, which, what did you think about her character? She's fine. Uh, she she would have been nothing without Batista's performance. I think that the relationship that they showed between her and, and Drax was amazing. Uh, done to amazing effect. I think you're beautiful on the on inside. On the inside. <laughs> like, yeah, he just, just keeps con- on telling her how hideous she is. Yeah, and she's just happy with it. She's yeah, like, she's completely fine. I'm having interaction with someone. Awesome. Well, she's been watching kids die for how long now? Uh, yeah. If you think about it. And, you know, she she is uh, she is an empath, emotional. Yeah. And so she can feel everybody's emotions. And there is a heart-wrenching scene for me where Drax is talking about his daughters and his, his wife. daughter and his wife, yeah. And he's sitting there talking, and his face is completely blank. Mm-hmm. And she But he, he goes silent for a second as he's just staring in remembrance. And he actually smirks a little bit, he, which he, makes the, the whole touching thing kind of He, he smirks terrifying. just a little bit, and she touches him to see what he's feeling. And she just breaks down and starts bawling. With like a cringe of pain almost. Like it hurts her. Yeah. Yeah. And he's thinking of it almost finally like he's pulling out the parts that like, oh, I remember my wife and my daughter. But there's all this horrible shit surrounding it that yeah. really makes her freak out. Uh, yeah. That relationship is fucking fantastic. That that was a beautiful scene. Matt. Absolutely. It, and throughout the entire thing, uh, the, the theme of the entire show is the the father-son relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the entire uh, thing is about fathers. So you have, uh, as I was saying earlier, Peter Quill longing for the thing that he never had growing up, a father. Mm-hmm. And you actually hear a story of how when he was a kid, he used to carry around a Hasselhoff picture <laughs> yeah. and tell people that David Hasselhoff was, from Knight Rider was his father. Which obviously led into a cameo from David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Later on, yes. Because <laughs> I had to, right? Uh, yeah. Um, which is, which is very funny because he, he, he goes into how he can see, he, he had the voice of an angel and <laughs> yeah. he was the greatest actor. And once again, kid from the eighties. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why he idolized him and Gamora's like, well, may, maybe this guy has those qualities. Let's right. give him a chance. And if he's evil, we'll kill him. Right. Like exact words. Yeah. Right. So Gamora and Nebula obviously have their father issues with Thanos. Yeah, not a great dad. And that that comes up because um, 
like Nebula has a good scene where they're fighting, mm-hmm. and she's in like Gamora saves her from an exploding uh, plane, mm-hmm. and she she goes to beat Gamora again, and Gamora's like the only reason that you are beating me right now is because I save you. And she goes, you are the one that is always obsessed with winning. Mm-hmm. It's because of you that I have all of these bionic parts. Yeah, you find out that every time, it's, the Thanos would make them fight constantly. Right. And, and uh, Nebula time... would always lose, and so he'd replace part of her with cybernetics. Yeah. So she, like, even her brain, Yep. she said. So, I mean, she's... Hi, everyone. All right, if you're wondering what it was that you just heard, um, so uh, we've been using... Uh, these thumb drives to save our podcast to for editing purposes. Yeah, we we record on mine, you edit on yours, so right. there's a transfer there. Yes, and apparently what happened is the thumb drive that we used was full and decided to try to cram everything in in the last second. Yeah, there's like two sentences in like a fraction of a second. It's weird sounding. Yeah. Um. Wasn't the way we planned on ending the episode, honestly. No, uh, we ended up talking about uh, Guardians for a while. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, we still liked it. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what exactly we were saying. So uh, I, I remember that in the last like four seconds of the episode, I realized that this doesn't come out on Mother's Day. We were just recording on Mother's Day. Oh yeah, okay. So happy post Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, this will come out a week after. A week after. Okay. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, we're just sitting down to record the new episode. Figure we might tack something on here, being like, "Oh well, we fucked up a little bit. <laughs> Our bad guys." So yeah, we're gonna stop doing this. <laughs> and start doing something else. I don't even know what we're doing this week. It's gonna be a good one. I though. texted it to you, goddammit. Alien. There. Got it. I did no research. God damn it. All right. We'll see <laughs> a you on inside the inside baseball for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you next time on uh, the Now Podcast. Your name is? Danny Bonds. Your name is? Robert Folly. Goodbye, everyone.